shall we begin? Let the games begin. All right, all right, all right. A new age has begun. An age of freedom. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Get to the chopper! This is going to be quite a ride. Everybody and welcome back to the Movement Podcast. I am your host Christian, returning to a slightly normal, usual recording spot. Uh, I am not actually recording this at work this week, so uh, yeah. Although there might be some portions recorded at work, so just bear that in mind if you know the audio changes at you know some point throughout the podcast. But hello, this is Movement Podcast where I talk about all the latest breaking movie news. Of course, uh, this week we were very trailer heavy. It was a very trailer heavy week this week. So we have a lot of trailers to get to. And uh, of course, some of the movie news items that came out this week. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. Uh, surprisingly, no real big movie news items came out after the podcast went up last week, uh, mainly because I probably uploaded the podcast late. So that's probably a good reason why. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go right into the trailers. Like I mentioned, we had a lot of trailers come out this week. Uh, so we're just going to sp- not speed right through them, but we're going to talk about them. I meant to say what I tried to say. So the first trailer we're going to talk about is the first trailer for the new M. Night Shyamalan movie titled old has come out it's inspired by a french graphic novel called sandcastle which i've never heard of maybe some of you have and if you have then you probably know kind of what's in store although it's, it's inspired by not based on so there is that taken to consideration uh but the thriller follows a family and strangers of course on a tropical island or a tropical holiday, I should say, who discovered that a secluded beach they were relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them all to age rapidly. We got our first look at the movie during the Super Bowl. This is one of the first uh, Super Bowl trailers that came out, or uh, spots anyway, that came out uh, last, or this year. It feels like so long ago. Um, but um, this is this was one of the first ones that, that we saw, and, and we finally have a longer look at what's going on. It's very intriguing. To say the least, like the concept itself is very intriguing. Obviously, uh, Gal Garcia Bernal, uh, Vicky Crepes from—I uh, think I'm pronouncing her, her last name wrong—but uh, she was the 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 woman from A Phantom Thread. Uh, Rufus Sewell's in here. Abby Lee's in here. Although she's not—I didn't see her in the. Tra- I think she's the the body they find, at least from what I can remember. Uh, Alex Wolf is in here, of course, from uh, Hereditary. Uh, Alicia Scallon's in here. Thomas and McKenzie, which we'll talk about in a little bit as well. They all star in the movie. This was really interesting. Uh, intriguing, to say the least, for sure. Obviously, M. Night Shyamalan. Last movie he directed was Glass, which was a sequel to Split. And, you know, obviously he's kind of getting back in the train. The Visit was kind of his return to, you know, to Hollywood uh, after, you know, fall, you know, after going away for a while. Um, but this one looks... Uh, again, rather intriguing. I like the the concept of it, it. Kind of takes place probably in a single day, at least from the looks of it. It doesn't look like they're there for a while. At least from the early synopsis, it said that um, that uh, you know when they were causing them to age rapidly, uh, living their entire life within a day. So that's the early synopsis. Uh, I think that's still a synopsis out there that I read. But one of the but the place where I saw the trailer kind of just you know cut that off so again i think it's kind of cool um you know we do see the kids little kids you know that grow up uh thomas and mckenzie and alex wolf play the uh brother and sister in the movie 
and it looks like they'll may they'll probably be the the main stars at least are kind of one of our main focuses throughout it uh so i don't know i i really can't say too much about the trailer i i was intrigued by the trailer i think it's a cool concept i think it's definitely one of those movies that will be helped by not giving too much away in the promo material so i have to wait and see obviously there's that thing with uh at the end of the trailer with you know they're in the cave and you know, we don't see what they see but i'm assuming you know it's going to be something horrifying probably uh so we'll have to wait and see on that uh old will open on july 23rd in theaters obviously probably sometime a little bit after that it is a universal movie universal has that deal where they'll put their movies out was it like 15 days or something like that after they've been in theaters so well we won't have to wait too long for that one the next trailer we're going to talk about is Amazon and Prime Video's newest movie, The Tomorrow War, that stars Chris pa- uh, Chris Pratt, who leads the cast as an everyman who is recruited for a time-traveling mission to the future to save the Earth from certain destruction. This is directed by Chris McKay, who directed the Lego Batman movie. This is his first live-action movie he's directing. The Tomorrow War also, co- uh, also co-stars Yvonne Strahovski. Looks like she's playing a scientist from the future uh, who you know Chris Pratt and the other cast members uh meet jk simmons is also in the movie he's playing chris pratt's uh, estranged father who looks like he goes with him into the future betty kiplin is playing chris pratt's wife in the movie uh edwin hodge from the purge franchise he's going to be in there as well looks like he's one of the people that was recruited sam richardson is also one of those people as well uh, i'm kind of looking forward to this uh, i like the concept you know despite some of the holes you know like if you're time traveling want to try and time travel a little further back in time before you have to do and you know obviously there's little holes in there but whatever um i still think it's kind of cool uh, we do get brief shots of the aliens, like very brief shots. It looks, I'm sure there's probably people that, you know, have freeze framed it, but I haven't, you know, dug deep, haven't, haven't dug that deep yet. Uh, but they do have, look, looks like they have like arms and legs. They kind of almost look like the quiet place monsters almost looks from the looks of, at least from the looks of it. Uh, the quick, again, the quick glimpses that we see. Um, oh, the biggest thing for me is that <laughs> I noticed this immediately when I saw it. Uh, because I, you know, you put the two together. I, I think if you just watch it like really quickly, you probably don't notice it. The biggest thing for me is that it looks like the people that they're sent from the they're sending from the present to the future are falling from the sky. Because there's a shot of Chris Pratt falling and then kind of like barely misses uh, the concrete and he and he lands in a pool. It looks like they're falling from the sky, so they're basically killing the people they've been recruiting. Like I don't know, that just seems kind of weird. Um, but there's probably you know better, probably a better way to bring someone back. You know, just just you know, just say. Uh, but tomorrow war will open on July second. So that's probably going to be the big Fourth uh, of July movie for everyone to watch, at least from the comfort of your own home. So yeah, there is that. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. This was originally supposed to come out in theaters, but then Amazon Prime Video uh, kind of yanked that up. So there's uh, there's that. Um, the next trailer we're going to talk about is The Last Night in Soho. Uh, this is the first trailer for Edgar Wright's newest psychological horror film. That's right, Edgar Wright, the director of movies like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, Baby Driver, he's making his first psychological horror movie, and it looks good. Uh, the film will follow Thomas and Mackenzie, who I just mentioned, from Jojo Rabbit, in case you guys needed uh, uh, you know, uh, a movie to her name. From she's the the girl from Jojo Rabbit. Uh, at least that's the thing that you know most people will know her from. I, I knew her from another movie before Jojo Rabbit. She was in a movie called Without a Trace, which is very good. Uh, I think that was kind of her first. I think that was her first movie, or at least one of her first like major movies. So, um, but yeah, uh, but she's really good. So uh, it's glad it's glad, glad to see that she's getting 
you know, a lot more movie roles, uh, especially with, you know, big directors. But anyway, uh, the film follows Thomas and Mackenzie's Eloise, who somehow finds herself unexpectedly back in the 1960s and is mysteriously connected to Anya Taylor-Joy's character, Sandy, who is an idol of Louise's and a singer. But not all is what it seems. Uh, The movie does look like it's messing around with time, at least from how the trailer is put it looks like eloise every time she goes to sleep she's waking up in her dreams as anya taylor joyce's character um and it looks like maybe anya taylor joyce's character sandy maybe is involved in something she's not supposed to be in and maybe gets murdered and kind of it's kind of blurring the lines uh her you know the past world is kind of bleeding into her world a little bit um eloise's world anyway but uh but yeah it's it's very interesting matt smith is in the movie he co-stars along with uh terrence stamp uh, this movie is co-written by wright and by crystal uh or christy wilson Car- uh karens i think that's how you pronounce the last name uh she was the uh writer one of the writers on 1917 she was also a staff writer on the um early seasons of penning dreadful so she has a a knack for horror psychological thriller horror uh ghost stories so um this is pretty good this looks really really good uh obviously it's very different from Wright's past work i mean you can arguably say that you know Shaun of the dead was a horror movie but this looks like a full-blown horror movie and not a you know horror comedy or anything like that so this looks really good uh thomas mckenzie's in there uh and taylor joy's in there they're always really good there's just there's those really awesome shots. There's a really awesome shot that a lot of people have been admiring. And it's a shot of um, Anya Taylor-Joy's character. She's dancing. With, I'm assuming it's Matt Smith's character. Um, but she does like a little twist. And then when she comes back around, it's Thomas and Mackenzie. So I think that's that was really cool. And the fact that he's playing with around with that. And uh, if it's going to be like that the whole time, then I'm I'm all for it. Because obviously anytime, you know, we do we see those kind of, you know, tricks uh, it's always really cool. So, and uh, Wright is uh, one of those guys who can easily pull that off. So I'm really looking forward to this. I have been looking forward to this, and we're finally gonna watch it. Last night in Soho will open on October 22nd of this year. Uh, so go do yourself a favor and go check out that trailer if you haven't yet. The next trailer we're talking about is the first trailer for Netflix's awesome-looking gunpowder milkshake. Yes, that is what the, <laughs> that is what the movie is called. And again, it just looks. Really, really cool. The movie follows Karen Gillan uh, as Sam, uh, an assassin whose latest job goes wrong when she refuses to kill an 18-year-old girl named Emily, played by uh, Chloe Coleman from uh, My Spy, the movie with uh, Dave Bautista that came out last year. And her employer, played by Paul Giamatti, has no choice but a bounty on her head. And this leads to Sam tracking down her mother, played by uh, Cersei herself, Lena Headey, who is also an assassin, to help her survive and take down anyone that gets in their way. Uh, Angela Bassett, Michelle Yeoh, and Carla Gugino all co-star as the librarians. They kind of kick off the trailer. They're, uh, they're obviously, their cover is librarians, and they it looks like they give all the weapons to the to Sam at the beginning. And it looks like, of course, in the trailer at least, uh, it looks like they're going to be helping her along the way as well. Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake will stream on Netflix on July 14th, unless you live internationally, because you'll be seeing this movie in theaters this summer. Uh, I think also around that time. I forgot to put down the date for that. Uh, but this looks really cool. Uh, I'm getting, obviously, John Wick vibes. You know, any, any kind, anytime, you know, a really stylistic action movie comes out with, you know, again, stylistic um, 
fight scenes and gunplay and martial arts, everyone's going to think John Wick or The Raid. Uh, I'm also getting uh, shoot 'em up vibes, I think mainly because of Paul Giamatti, because Paul Giamatti wasn't shoot 'em up. That was a movie with Clive Owen. Uh, I'm getting kind of that a little bit. I, I think it's just because of Paul Giamatti's character or the fact that Paul Giamatti's in it. Uh, although his character looks very different. It looks like he's the head of uh, this organization, obviously. And uh, and it looks like he works for, you know, uh, the Sam, Karen Gillan's character works for him. So uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, I really, I've been looking, I've been looking forward to this because I've been seeing updates and stuff. And I've been seeing like behind the scenes videos of, of Karen Gillan. Uh, she puts it up. Uh, she was putting up, you know, behind the scenes stuff with her and Lena Headey on set and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to this. I really am. I think this is going to be really cool. It looks cool. It looks awesome. I'm, I'm all for it. So there you go. All right. And the big trailer that came out this week is obviously, of course, Marvel released the first teaser trailer to their much anticipated and intriguing new film, Eternals, directed by Chloe Zhao and having an all-star big name cast like Richard Men, Gemma Chan, Kamal Nanjiani, Brian T.B. Henry, Salma Hayek, Don Lee from uh, Train to Busan, uh, Barry Cogan, Kit Harrington, of course, Angelina Jolie. Those are the big names. <laughs> Obviously, there's, older, there's also other names in there. Uh, Lauren Ridoff from The Walking Dead and Sound the Metal. She plays one of the Eternals. And Leah McHugh from the TV series American Woman is also in there as well. What's the movie about? Who knows? <laughs> we, we don't know. Uh, the teaser somewhat establishes who the Eternals are or what they are. They are people who came to Earth and have been living here for thousands of years in hiding. That is until now when something or someone forces them to come out of hiding. Uh, you know, there, there is that. The trailer was met kind of with a lukewarm reaction from fans online. Of course, the question of hindsight. Some uh, obviously was, you know, where were these group of immortal people uh, when Thanos came to Earth or when all these other Marvel villains tried to destroy the planet? Where were they? Were they blipped away? Uh, did they decide, to, did they just, they, the, were they not blipped away and decide, you know what, screw it, this isn't our fight? Uh, we don't know. You know, and that kind of begs a bigger question is because the end of the trailer is one of them, uh, McHugh's character, she plays um, Spirit or, or Sprite, um, ask who's going to lead the Avengers now that Tony Stark and Steve Rogers are gone. And Richard Mann's character, he plays Icarus, uh, he says, why not him? And then they all laugh. So I kind of like that bit. It kind of shows, you know, that they are a family and they care about each other. But obviously we have to see how, you know, this movie turns out. Personally, I think the trailer looks fantastic. The movie will probably end up looking fantastic. Uh, Chloe Zhao was uh, very adamant about filming pretty much everything on location, and Kevin Feige has said as much. So at least, you know, everything that we see will be great to look at and beautiful to look at. The cast is pretty great. I just mentioned all those names. I mean, that's a pretty big cast. And, you know, it's a pretty big cast for just one solo movie that is not, that doesn't have Avengers in front of it or doesn't have captain america you know civil war or anything like that in front of it and personally i'm ready to be introduced to a new cast of characters we don't really know anything about the eternals anyone who tells you they know stuff about the eternals is either a very very big comic book nerd and a, a very big marvel fan or is lying to you <laughs> honestly so i don't really know as far as teasers go i i think it's okay i i didn't know what to expect from it, honestly. I didn't know what to expect from an Eternals trailer. Again, because I don't, I don't know anything about the Eternals. Not not really. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you that I know, you know stuff about the Eternals. I don't. But as far as a teaser goes, as far as a Marvel teaser goes, it was okay. It, it was. It, it wasn't, you know, it, 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 it's a hard sell on characters that you don't really know. 
And you can you, you can arguably say that about, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy when they first came out. The thing about Gardens of the Galaxy, though, is that they were telling you up front, this is going to be an action comedy kind of movie. And these characters are kind of, you know, the wacky characters that, you know, no one's heard of and, uh, you know, not many people know about. And we're going to throw them into this kind of action comedic moment. Yeah, we're going to have serious moments in it, but you're not going to see that until you watch the movie. Eternals played it completely, you know, com- up until that very end, com- played it completely uh, serious. And obviously we have to wait and see, you know, kind of how that plays out. I'm not losing faith in Marvel. I, you know, I'm, I, I am the last person to be like, oh, you know, Marvel movies are okay. No, I love Marvel movies. I really do. Can I see the flaws in them? Of course I can. Uh, I think you're not really a true fan unless, you know, you can see the flaws in the things that you love. But, uh, or the things that you like at the very least. But, um, I'm looking forward to it. I am. I, I'm looking forward to it because I'm interested in seeing kind of, you know, what they're going to do, how this will play out with the rest of the, Mar- of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, what's going to happen. That, that's what I'm more interested in. So Eternals will open on November 5th. It will open in theaters. Uh, hopefully by then we'll all, you know, kind of go back somewhat to normal, although I highly doubt it, but, um, you know me, ever the pessimist, so <laughs> there's that. All right, uh, there were other trailers that came out this week that were also down below. There was a new trailer for The Wolves Within, which opens on June 25th. That's based off a multiplayer VR game, although from what I've read, it's very different from the VR game, uh, so there is that. It's a it's a, a, a dark comedy horror movie so that's that's enough for you to say uh there's also a move uh, trailer for false positive uh which comes out on hulu on the 25th as well that co- also comes from a24 that stalls uh stars alana glazer justin thoreau sophia bush and pierce brosnan it's kind of basically a rosemary's baby movie it's it's kind of what it is really when you when you think about it when you watch the trailer you immediately get rosemary's baby or even when you read the synopsis you get rosemary's baby so there's that uh there was the first trailer for escape room tournament of champions which opens on july 16th is the uh much moved around and delayed sequel to escape room um the trailer felt like it gave a lot away although the first trailer uh the first uh trailer for the first movie also felt like it gave a lot away too but uh, this one really looks like give it really looks like it gave a lot of stuff away uh so there is that and then you know someone actually says it was a tournament of champions line and that's uh that was very cringeworthy but uh that opens on july 16th if you're interested in that and then we finally got a new trailer for jungle cruise which will open in theaters and disney plus's premium access on july 30th uh this is very cool looks very good uh i'm looking forward to jungle cruise i was already sold on jungle cruise pretty much from the cast itself you got dwayne johnson in there you got emily blunt you got jesse plemons who's playing a german villain who we finally see in this teaser very quickly edgar ramirez jake whitehall and paul giamatti speaking of paul giamatti he's in he's in this as well uh i'm looking forward to this so i was already sold and this trailer is really cool uh it, it does give off a little bit more of a Pirates of the Caribbean vibe a little bit because you know obviously there's like kind of so the the movie it, it's based off the ride but you know it's obviously you know expanding on it it's you know Emily Blunt plays a a doctor who wants to find uh, this tree that supposedly uh, is the key to you know changing medicine you know forever and she hires Dwayne Johnson who is a riverboat captain and they go on this epic adventure and obviously everything <laughs> everything in the jungle uh, is trying to kill them so and people are also trying to kill them so uh, I'm looking forward to it I was really looking forward to it I think it looks great so there was a new quick trailer for that if you want to go check that out all right so like I mentioned all the links to the trailers are down below in the description slash show notes area if you want to go check that out if you want to go watch the trailers for the first time or watch them again so there you go. All right, let's move on to this week's movie news items of the week. 
All right, so let's talk about the big movie news items of the week. The first one we're going to talk about is uh, one that we talked about last week, and it's finally... Well, it's not official, official, but it is official that it's happening. Uh, Amazon has officially acquired MGM for $8.45 billion. That's right. That's billion with a B. Uh, MGM itself was founded, of course, in 1924. It's one of the oldest, uh, or at least one of the most prestige studios. Not the oldest, but at least one of the most prestige studios out there. And MGM did release a statement saying that Amazon will, quote, help preserve MGM's MGM, why did that sound weird? MGM's is a heritage and catalog of films and provide customers with great access to these existing works. The purchase also gives Amazon more than 4,000 movies and 17,000 TV shows, including franchises like the Rocky Creed franchise, Tomb Raider, and the big one, the James Bond series, and of course, tons and tons more. That is, of course, once the deal gets the uh, regulatory approval and other routine closing conditions, kind of similar to uh, when Disney bought Fox. You know, there was that, you know, period of them, you know, having to, you know, get everything approved and stuff like that. So that's what Amazon and MGM have to go through. But insiders believe that the pact will be approved by the end of the year. So it won't be that long of a wait. Uh, so again, despite the deal um, not being complete until the end of the year, potentially, the Bond franchise's next film, No Time to Die, will stick to its theater release of October 8th. Again, you know, permitting that there isn't another crazy outbreak of COVID and will continue to release movies in theaters from the James Bond franchise. That is at least according to the Aeon uh, Productions heads and James Bond producers themselves, Barbara Bercali and Michael G. Wilson. If you're wondering where the Aeon Productions comes from into place, MGM uh, has the right to finance and distribute all Bond movies and the studio splits the profits with Aeon uh, or Eon, I don't know forget how they pronounce it. Uh, however, Broccoli's heirs and Hyans' chiefs, uh, again, Barbara Macaulay and her half-brother Michael G. Wilson still have final say on everything in the film's marketing and distribution plans. So there is that. If you're wondering where, you know, all that comes from. But the bigger deal here is obviously that Amazon has officially acquired MGM uh, for a lot of money. This is really big. And uh, it should be interesting to kind of see where Amazon goes from this and where, you know, they take MGM from here. Uh, what does that mean for all the movies that uh, are currently in the pipeline for MGM? Uh, will, you know, they be slapped with the, you know, Amazon Studios or a Prime Video sticker at, at the beginning of everything like that? So, um, you know, Amazon, Prime Video, whatever you want to call them, um, they have been acquiring movies for, you know, for a lot recently, you know, this past year and even the year before, they've been acquiring a lot of movies. The Tomorrow War was one of them. Without Remorse was another. Uh, the Bull Rat movie was, you know, another one as well. So they've been, you know, buying stuff up and they've been really trying to be a competitor to all the other streaming services and try to be someone who can, you know, you know, be up there and stick with them for the most part. And I think now with the purchase of MGM, this could really, you know, pay off for them and be in their favor because, Again, they have access to a lot. MGM has been, like I mentioned, MGM has been around for a long time. It's one of the first studios, and if not the first studios, one of the at least oldest studios in Hollywood as well. So that's a lot of movies, 4,000 movies and 17,000 TV shows. That is uh, impressive in itself. And I think it's going to be, again, once it, once everything goes through, will be, you know, everyone's going to have their eyes on Amazon and Prime Video and seeing what they do with the MGM properties for sure. All right, so let's move on to the next movie news item. Uh, Anna Wingard has found yet another project, this time at Universal Pictures. Wingard will direct and co-write an adaptation of Robert Kirkman and Image Comics series Hardcore. 
The story for the comic, which was also created by Mark Silvestri, I don't want to leave anybody out because obviously Robert Kirkman's name is everywhere, so everyone knows Kirkman's name. Uh, but it follows Agent Drake and the hardcore program in a reality where any person can be turned into a human drone to get to targets that normal soldiers can't. Drake is their best soldier and his skills are put to the test when he gets stranded in a body with only 72 hours to discover who's hijacked the program. Will he be able to pull out all the stops against an enemy who could be literally anyone? Uh, no word yet on when this will go into production since Wingard is also attached to direct the face-off sequel, a hybrid CGI Thundercats movie, and a potential continuation movie to the MonsterVerse, uh, which he has not officially signed on for, but Warner Bros. is trying their best to get him on board. So, uh, yeah, he's a very busy man. Adam Wingard, and uh, this sounds pretty cool. I, I I've heard of hardcore, uh, but I've never you know read it. So uh, this sounds pretty cool, depending on especially depending on who they end up casting for sure. All right, let's move on. Uh, Mark Rylas from Bridge of Spies, Dunkirk, Ready Player One, the BFG. He has joined Luca. I'm gonna. Oh, I always mispronounce the last name, and I oh, and I I don't know why. <laughs> I really do not know why because I learn it. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna remember his last name, how to say his last name on the next podcast, whenever his name pops up again. And then he, it pops up and I forget. Luca, and I'm very sorry. Uh, <laughs> now I'm self-conscious. Guadagnino, uh, he's the director of A Bigger Splash, uh, Suspiria, the Suspiria remake, uh, and Call Me By Your Name. Uh, his newest movie, uh, Bones and All. Uh, he will reunite with his Bigger Splash and Suspiria writer, Dave, another person who has a name I will not be able to pronounce, Cogenance? That's not how you say it. I know that's not how you say it, and I apologize to both these men, uh, who read the script, which is based off a novel of the same name by Camila Angelis. That is a name I can pronounce, apparently. Bones and All follows a young teenager named Marin Yearly on a cross-country road trip as he searches as she searches for her father. I apparently can't talk anymore. Abandoned by her mother at age 16, she longs to figure out her urge for flesh, understanding that anytime someone begins to show her affection, she eats them. That's right. It's cannibals, baby. Uh, Taylor Russell from Netflix's Lost in Space, Waves, and Escape Room. She will appear in the first one and she will appear in the second one. We'll play uh, our main uh, char- our main actor, our, play- our character, uh, Mirren Yearly. Timothy Chalamet is also part of the cast. He will play Lee, a fellow cannibal she meets along the road. Rylas' role is unknown at the moment. Uh, he could maybe play the mother, maybe another cannibal along the way, or maybe someone that both of them end up meeting along the way. Who knows? Uh, production will begin soon. So there is that to take into consideration. And I, 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 I just, oh, I hate that I can't say his last name. Anyway, moving on. Uh, speaking of Chalamet, that's right. Warner Brothers. You probably saw this and you were probably like, what? Uh, Warner Brothers origin story of Willy Wonka titled Wonka has found its lead in Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Deadline broke the news reporting that the movie will feature several musical numbers and that Chalamet beat out Tom Holland both of which were the top candidates for the role, which was reported back in January. So we kind of already knew that, but I honestly forgot about it. So there's that. Uh, Paul King, who directed Paddington, will direct this movie. He will also co-write the movie with Simon Farabay, who wrote Paddington 2. Wonka will feature or focus on Willy Wonka's youthful adventures prior to his opening of the world-famous Chocolate Factory. No word yet on if the Oompa Loompas will appear but uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, Warner Brothers has already given the uh, the movie a March 17th 
2023 release. So uh, obviously, if they start shooting soon, uh, it seems like Chalamet will probably shoot Bones and Bones and all first, and then Wonka, and then you know go from there. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But there's a yeah, we're getting a Willy Wonka origin story movie. Do we need one? Probably not. No, no. Do we need Timothy Chalamet to play Willy Wonka? No, <laughs> no, probably not. But we're getting it anyway. So there you go. Moving on, uh, the new Evil Dead movie has found a new home. It will come out online slash streaming service instead of in the theater because Evil Dead Rise, which is the name of the movie, will be coming out through HBO Max. Uh, We do know now that the movie will follow two estranged sisters who need to overcome their differences in order to survive an attack from the undead. Or at least the demon-possessed dead, not not the undead, because the undead zombies. these, These are demons. Anyway, the sisters will be played by Allison Sutherland. She's mostly known for the History Channel show Vikings and Lily Sullivan, uh, who she's kind of still uh, new in Hollywood, so she doesn't have a lot of things that people will recognize her from. Uh, the Evil Dead Rise will be directed by Lee Cronin, who directed the movie Hole in the Ground, The Hole in the Ground, which got some kind of relatively uh, some love from a lot of people. I have not seen it. I have heard about it, heard some decent things about it, but uh, I'm not going to plant my flag on on him yet just yet and the movie will begin filming in new zealand or will start filming in new zealand has started filming in new zealand it's kind of unclear if they've already started filming or not but they will film in new zealand this year so it's possible we could see the movie next year there is no release date for the movie they have not announced it despite the news uh but uh there is that original director sam raimi and face and star of the franchise bruce campbell will executive produce the new movie this is pretty cool uh we don't know where it will fall in the timeline we don't know if this will be a continuation of fetty alvarez fetty alvarez's uh you know evil dead movie will it be a continuation of sam raimi's movie will it just be a completely new timeline or uh new reimagining of the evil dead we don't know but obviously, um, there has been talks that the movie will be placed inside a city and not a cabin. Uh, so there was also talks that it will be play- take place in a high rise. We don't know anything about that yet. But uh, it will not take place inside the cabin. It will take place somewhere else, uh, which will be very, very interesting, very cool. Unless you watch, you know, um, oh, unless you watched, it's not on anymore. Uh, Ash vs. Ash Evil Dead because it wasn't set in the cabin it was set in this you know small town but uh, this is still pretty cool uh, I'm looking forward to this I know they've been talking about this for years and um, I was I'm, I'm not disappointed that it's coming out on HBO Max but uh, obviously it'll make it easier to, for everyone to watch but um, I was kind of looking forward to seeing a new Evil Dead movie in theaters but you know alright and let's move on to the next movie news item potentially again depending on the time of this recording uh, the last movie news item of the week uh, Sony Pictures Solo Craven the Hunter movie has found its lead in Aaron Taylor Johnson, the man from uh, recently uh, Tenet. He was also Kick-Ass. He was also uh, Quicksilver or Pietro in Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, and of course, a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, but he has uh, he has, he's been cast as the lead in Craven the Hunter, a.k.a. Craven himself. The movie will be directed by J.C. Candor, who has directed films like The Most Violent Year and Triple Frontier which is the Netflix movie, with the script being done by the duo of Art Markham and Matt Halloway. They have uh, written movies like Iron Man, the first Iron Man, uh, Punisher Warzone, Transformers The Last Night, Men in Black International, and the upcoming Uncharted movie, and also had a hand in writing the new He-Man movie, Masters of the Universe. Uh, they are also they are writing the script along Richard Wink, who scripted films like The Mechanic, The Expendables 2, The Magnificent 7 remake, and The Equalizer 2. 
So there you go. Uh, reportedly, Taylor Johnson has signed on to play Craven in multiple movies, whatever that means. So there is that. And uh, for those not in the know, Craven, born Sergei Cravenoff, is a big game hunter who likes to take down his prey with his bare hands. He eventually meets a witch doctor who gives him a potion that enhances his senses and powers and slows down the aging process to prove himself to the world that he is the greatest game hunter craven wants to take down the ultimate prey spider-man uh sony we don't know what they're gonna do this is part of their you know eventual you know sony pictures marvel universe whatever the hell they call it uh or if this is just gonna be a one-off it should be interesting because obviously sony's been trying to get a sinister six movie off the ground for a while with some other villains obviously getting their own movies like venom and morbius uh that's where some people are kind of thinking that maybe this is where, where this is going but you know the ever wondering is you know uh the sony movies connected to the marvel cinematic universe are they their own thing are they blurry you know is there somewhat connection to them because obviously uh vulture Mike, uh, michael keen's character will appear in morbius in some way shape or form there's talks that maybe tom holland will appear in venom let there be carnage what will this do obviously aaron taylor johnson is already part of the marvel cinematic universe um although if they're already recasting people it's fine because uh luke cage had someone that was in uh the woman that tony i can't remember i cannot remember her name um the actress's name and it infuriates me because i actually do like her as an actress um the lady that tony stark meets in uh captain america civil war after his presentation uh you know where she you know she kind of you know talks down to him because uh her son was murdered in sokovia she ended up being in luke cage as a different character altogether uh, there's also Gemma Chan, who was in Captain Marvel. Uh, she played Minerva. She's also now going to be in uh, Eternals. So, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time, honestly. But uh, I think, you know, we'll have to wait and see kind of how, what they do with that. But if this ends up being its own thing, if this is just a Sony Pictures thing, uh, I think it'd be really cool. Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's good. I want to say he's good. I think it just depends on what they give him i think he does I, there what was the other movie uh nocturnal animals that was the other movie that i know him from um he played a really slimy character and it really and he played it off really really great and obviously craven depending on how they you know go with him craven's kind of always been kind of this somewhat intense character uh, obviously he's a game hunter who wants to you know take down you know his game with his bare hands that's says a lot about a person in general not just the comic books just in general that says a lot about a person so depending on where they go with this i think it'll be interesting i think uh aaron taylor johnson's casting is um really cool because i think aaron taylor johnson he does have you know the range to pl to play you know different characters and stuff like that again see nocturnal and you know obviously a lot of people know it. we knew him from kick-ass where he was playing this nerdy character but since then he's been playing you know these kind of you know like these twisted characters these slimy characters like i mentioned nocturnal animals these characters who are mission driven like in tenant um so uh i i like the casting i think it's a really good casting um you know he wasn't he wouldn't be my first choice but uh i think if they sign him on for multiple movies obviously uh i think it'll be pretty cool obviously it will depend on how you know he portrays the character and everything like that so it'll be really interesting but um Kirby and the hunter does currently have an release date of january 13th 2023 so probably be hearing a little bit more about craven the hunter more frequently sooner rather than later if they keep that release date for sure so that's it that's all the movie news i have for you guys thank you guys so much 
for listening to the podcast. Obviously, if anything drops, uh, I'll, if I have enough time, I'll drop it here in, I'll drop it right here. If not, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I very much appreciate it. You guys know I appreciate it because I say it every time I do this podcast. I very much appreciate you guys, no matter where you're listening. If you're listening to this on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, uh, I very much appreciate you guys listening. Wherever you're listening to this, though, please give us a like, a favorite, a uh, heart, a uh, thumbs up, uh, a rating, whatever it is, it helps with the podcast in the long run. Uh, so it, it, yeah, it really does. So please, please do that for, for me. I, I really appreciate it. I'm on my knees, please. Pretty please. But, uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much, uh, for all that. Uh, obviously hopefully everyone enjoys their Memorial day weekend, their long weekend. Uh, hopefully you are safe and sound with your families, but, uh, obviously continue to be safe out there continue to wear your masks doesn't matter if you're vaccinated keep wearing your mask because you don't know the people around you are vaccinated or not so please continue to wear your mask continue to wash your hands continue to safe distance and as always please enjoy yourself have a good weekend and go watch some movies whoop, whoop. yeah give it up movies <laughs>